Involvement Mind, a podcast for people who want to change their current situation with an emphasis on faith, fun, and pushing yourself in new directions. I'm your host, Eric Lindsay, a serial entrepreneur with a passion for helping others discover what makes them unique and then taking those characteristics to new heights. Let's dive in together, shall we? So this last weekend, we were ordered to set our clocks back, to fall back. And this is all part of the daylight saving time. You notice I said daylight saving time, not daylight savings time. But why do we do this? This seems so counterproductive. It seems so dumb to me to do this. So I've dived into basically trying to figure out why do we do this? And it all goes back to kind of a familiar name, Benjamin Franklin uh, put this idea first out a really long time ago, back in like 1794 or something like that. Now he did it as kind of a joke, but it was something that where, you know, somebody of his prominence actually started talking about it. And then certain people throughout the the ages, the past 200 years have kind of brought this into a little bit more mainstream. Daylight saving time has its roots in train schedules, but it was put into practice in Europe and the United States to save fuel and power during World War I by extending daylight hours. The U.S. standardized the practice when it passed the Uniform Time Act of 1966. For about eight months of the year, much of the U.S. and dozens of other countries follow daylight saving time. And for the remaining four months, they follow standard time. So this past March, the U.S. Senate actually passed a law saying that they wanted to make daylight saving time permanent. It passed by unanimous consent. The bill still needs to pass the House of Representatives and be signed by President Joe Biden to become law. If approved, the change wouldn't take effect until November of 2023. Okay, so House of Representatives, you better get off your butt and do something about this because there's a lot of people that are upset about this, including myself and the fact that let's just stay the way it is. Uh, and here's my reasons. I'm in, in the construction field. I do a lot of stuff. I, I you know, got an acreage. I work on cars and I'm in construction, all kind of stuff. So a lot of times I'm waking up fairly early to get started in the day. You know, somewhere between 6 and 6.45 each day is typically when I wake up. And I will admit, this morning when I woke up, it is now November 7th, and I woke up this morning after daylight savings time, after we fell back, and it was nice to see the sun was up. Uh, whenever I got up, I think I got up about 6.45 this morning, a little later than usual. So it was it was light outside. The problem was yesterday, I'm outside working, and I've got stuff going on, and I'm, I'm working around the house, and I've got chores to do and all kinds of stuff on a Sunday afternoon after church, and it got dark at like 5.30. So the productivity of me, and I can imagine the entire American uh, workforce, is somewhat diminished, especially if you're a a worker that's outside a lot, that does things outside of a a lit home. I understand, you know, the the process of wanting to make it lighter in the mornings uh, for kids, you know, getting on the bus and things like that, commuting to work, those kind of things. But again, if you're an outside worker, if you work outside most of the time, in, in in my case, for example, if I get up on a roof or I'm doing a construction job or something like that, it's typically, because it's during the winter months, it's typically very, very cold that early in the morning anyways. And secondly, there's, you know, frost and dew and stuff like that on, you know, your work surface, whether that be the ground, the piece of wood you're working on or the machine you're working on or whatever. 
that it's one of those things where we probably would have waited until 7 30 8 o'clock anyways just from a safety factor to get started and if we would have just left the time alone it'd be light by then anyways now you conversely go into the afternoon and evening about this whole process you know if you had the warmest part of the day start extending a little bit further an hour further in the nighttime we would be so much more productive and i i just get depressed around this time of year when it starts getting dark so early in the day so you not only have in my opinion uh productivity decreasing you know the actual amount of work that could get done in a non you know, illuminated space, you know, if you're using uh, the outdoors as your workspace, is a problem. Secondarily to me, and, and I would probably even say this is a higher issue, is the depression or the just the kind of down feeling that you get. And the fact that I wake up when it's dark, you know, if you wake up early and then, you you know, you headed off to work. So say you get up at say you get up at six or five thirty or something like that. And you're going, you know, having a commute into town and so forth. You're getting up when it's dark. Then by the time you get home at the end of the day, you know, five o'clock, five thirty, six o'clock after rush hour, it's dark. How depressing is that? I mean, it, I, I remember doing this when I went into an office every day. You never saw the sun. I mean, you were inside all day long. And so you never, never got to, to be outside, maybe over your lunch break to see the outdoor you know, world, but it's gloomy and dark. And what? So why do we do this? Now, again, thankfully, the U.S. Senate has said, OK, enough's enough. But we're waking, waiting on these uh, U.S. representatives to get this done. And then uh, Joe Biden decided into law. So get off your butts, guys. Uh, and let's get this done and start making the world a little bit more productive, or at least our world. You know, because you, I look back and you look at all the research on this. There's we're actually in the minority of the countries and the areas around the world that actually do acknowledge daylight savings time. So there's several several countries out there that don't. Well, who do we blame for this? Benjamin Franklin may have been the first to mention daylight saving time in 1784 when he wrote a letter to the editor of the Journal of Paris, but it wasn't widely used until more than a century later. So back in 1784, Benjamin Franklin uh, kind of brought up this concept, but there are other people about a hundred years later that started taking this idea and saying, hey, we need to put a little bit more teeth to this. So in around 1895, there was this guy in New Zealand, George Hudson. He proposed the idea of changing clocks by two hours every spring. And then in 1907, British resident William Willett presented the idea as a way to save energy. Uh, it was seriously considered around this time, but it was not implemented. And then about a year later in Ontario, Canada, they actually started using DST, Daylight Saving Time. Starting on April 30th, 1916, it looks like Germany and Austria each organized the first nationwide implementation in their areas of the, of the world. And many countries have used DST at various times since then, particularly since the 1970s energy crisis. DST is not generally observed near the equator because, you know, the seasons really don't change much down there. Sunrise and sunsets just don't change that much. In the United States, uh, Hawaii and Arizona do not recognize it. And here's what kind of caught me off guard. A minority of the world's population uses DST. So Asia, Africa, Latin America, and the Caribbean generally do not. A minority of the world's population 
uses DST. So why are we still doing this? Industrialized societies usually follow a clock-based schedule for daily activities that do not change throughout the course of a year. The time of the day that an individual begins and end work or school and the coordination of mass transit. So really kind of the gist of where all this came from was the work day and then mass transit. Well, guys, I, I could probably make a pretty good argument and really anybody could that Nowadays, the workday is not necessarily defined by eight to five or nine to five or, you know, whatever it is. And of course, mass transit is not necessarily the way we get around anymore. We drive our own vehicles. Now, in other countries, of course, but I'm talking about America, the United States of America. How do we typically get back and forth to work? We're not taking trains, you know, maybe in some places you are. Uh, but a majority of the population is not. They have their own vehicles. And even if they were taking trains, who cares? What the heck does you know, being dark and it being daytime have to do with anything? In Oklahoma, we drive our own cars. And so whether I'm driving in the dark or driving in the daytime, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to work. Does it does it affect you? I want to know. I want to I want to hear what you think about daylight savings time because it just doesn't make sense to me why we do this. Proponents of daylight saving time argue that most people prefer a greater increase in daylight hours after the typical nine to five workday. Supporters have also argued that DST decreases energy consumption by reducing the need for lighting and heating, but the actual effect on the overall energy use is heavily disputed. So I agree with that. It can be debated. If all you're doing is shifting the usage of energy and light and candles and, you know, we live in the 1890s, I guess, according to what people are arguing about, um, is don't, don't burn up your candles. But maybe, okay, maybe you have a fireplace, whatever. But you're either going to be using them in the morning or you're going to be using them in the afternoon. Why does an hour change make a difference? I mean, it, it, it doesn't save anything in general. So this has got to be some sort of government economist somewhere that lives underneath a rock that says, oh, we're going to use less energy. Well, that doesn't even make sense because you're going to use more energy in the morning or now I'm even getting confused. When would you use more energy? I don't even know. Okay, so it gets lighter in the morning now. Okay, so you don't have to use it in the morning. But when you get home, you got to use it so you can see what you're doing or vice versa. You have to use it in the morning when it's dark if we didn't fall back, but you wouldn't have to use it at night. So it's a net net savings, I think. So I read another article that said something about the biggest uh, supporter of D DST. And again, it gets confusing because if you're a supporter of DST, you don't want to fall back. You want to keep the spring forward thing going in the spring and just never get off that rotation. Well, one of the biggest lobbyists on this is the Chamber of Commerce, and they basically have a statement. They understood something very early on. If you give workers daylight when they leave their jobs, they are much more apt to stop and shop on their way home. Make, hey, makes sense to me. One of the earliest prominent backers of daylight saving uh, was Abraham Lincoln Filene of Filene Department Stores, who was the driving force behind the movement during World War I. Other supporters include the gardening industry as well as pro baseball and tennis. When Congress held hearings on extending DST in the mid-1980s, officials from the golf industry said an additional month of daylight saving was worth $200 million in additional sales of golf club and green fees. And the barbecue industry said it was worth $100 million. <laughs> This is pretty funny. 
to, to learn that we actually do this process and how much money and how many businesses are affected. I never even thought about the barbecue industry. Think about that. You know, you're not going to go out and cook hamburgers and stuff like that on the back porch when it's dark outside. You just, it just, nobody wants to do that. And when you live in a more temperate climate, guys, it's November 7th and I'm still cutting my grass. And so, you know, if I had a, if I had a normal day job and still had to come home and cut my grass, I ain't doing it. it and when it's dark, I mean, I'm going to have to hook lights up to my mower, I guess, uh, just to keep my yard looking nice. Not to mention leaf cleanup and tree trimming and all the stuff that you want to do, uh, putting up decorations. You know, we got Christmas coming up. I want an extra hour in the nighttime to do this stuff. And I would think that, you know, again, I'm, I'm kind of abnormal in the fact that I don't even have a job. I, I, don't, I can do that whenever I want to start doing any of those chores. But I look at this as a, a major problem across the United States of America in our productivity. And then again, I'm going to bring it up again. The depression, anxiety, things like that has got to go through the roof when we fall back. But something has got to give. And I just don't understand why we don't just all rise up and demand answers out of our U.S. Of, uh, House of Representatives, because evidently that's where it's stuck, guys. So call your representative at the U.S. House and tell them it is time to get this bill passed so we can get President Biden to sign this. And hopefully next year, November 2023, we don't have to go through this anymore. When you call them, I want you to say, I want my DST. So very similar to the I want my MTV campaign back in the, I guess the 80s or 90s. I'm not sure. Really old. But instead of I want my MTV, I want my DST. I want my daylight saving time. So again, I want my DST. Call them. Let's get this started. Kind of an interesting thing I wanted to discuss today. Again, I really want to get your opinion on this. Let me know what you think about it. Message me at, at the Eric Lindsay on Facebook. That's usually the best way to get a hold of me. And uh, maybe next week we'll dive into this a little bit further. But guys, Thanksgiving is coming up. Uh, this is absolutely my most favorite part of the year. I love fall. I like fall until we hit daylight saving time until we fell back yesterday. Now it starts getting depressing. So here we are. Hopefully you found some of this information uh, interesting and we'll catch you next week on Nobody's Fault But Mine. Thanks for listening. God bless guys. Be safe out there. And I guess turn your headlights on a little earlier at night when you're driving home and don't get in an accident. Don't hit a deer uh, and uh, call your representative and let's get this thing passed. All right, guys. God bless. See ya. I want my, I want my, I want my DST.